You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get to BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. You can look back and say that there are so many things that can motivate me and drive me to want more and to be the best. And, you know, why do I just keep getting up and going and going and going? But I had a purpose before everybody had an opinion. It's not about anybody else. I know y'all like that one. Welcome on in, BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashew with you on a Friday before the Super Bowl. We're live, BetMGM Sportsbook in Glendale, Arizona, right outside of State Farm Stadium where Super Bowl 57 will be played. we got a big show planned for you today. Neil Smith's going to join us. We've got four guests. We've got John Daigle. We have um, Jason Logan. We will talk to Jill Galant. So we'll get every angle of this game covered, including our favorite bets, our favorite props for Super Bowl 57. We start, though, as the voice there of Jalen Hurts, who finished second in the MVP voting, Aaron, last night. We start with the NFL honors, which I watched a little bit of last night. I mean, the show itself is whatever, but, it, it, you know, it's <laughs> it's the idea of, of figuring out a lot of our bets because, you know, we put bets on Coach of the Year. We put bets on MVP. Did we hit any? I, as a show, as we start this show, congratulations to Joe O and, and Paul. They hit Garrett Wilson for the Rookie of the Year. Paul, how you feeling? That was nice. That was a nice, and I'm glad it was the first one of the early awards. Like, I knew it was out on MVP. Right. I had offensive, I had my homes for offensive player of the year. I knew that had no shot. But because I had come back with Christian McCaffrey was the other one, I got a win in early. So after that, it was just, it was gravy after that. So it was a nice win. I, it was also the right, the right call. Kenneth Walker just missed a little too much time, got a little too banged up, and Brock Purdy did not belong in the room. So I was I was happy with that one. I know Joe hit it pretty big too. So hopefully he's feeling better as well. Yeah, I mean you guys are so good with those futures. Unfortunately in Virginia, I can't bet them, so I never uh, get <laughs> which into is ridiculous. That game. I know, but I've been rooting for you guys all the way around. The other one is that we were talking about. That's the weirdest is the comeback. <clears throat> excuse me, player of the year, Geno Smith. Like he just came back from being terrible, and I still think that's the weirdest thing. Nick, what do you make of that? That I'm, I'm sure you guys talked about that award a lot during the show this year. Um, you know, Geno Smith won, and he won in a runaway. 28 votes for Geno. McCaffrey had 12. Saquon four. Brandon Graham two, and then you know a couple guys had one each. But he won on a runaway, and he came back from being a backup for 10 years. This is why the NBA changed it to most improved player. Yeah, like it just it makes more sense because a comeback can be. Sometimes you just don't have anybody that's made like a true comeback that's worth winning that award. Geno Smith's been a backup. He had a great season. I understand why he won it, 
given the year that he had. But again, there's no there's no comeback from anything. <laughs> he's better than he's ever been. So if anything, he's the most improved player, not a comeback player of the year. But you know, I, I get it. It is what it is. And look, like these are these award shows. Tell, tell me who wins. That, that that's really where right. it is for me. Just just tell me who I'm wins. I'm shocked you guys didn't it. put your uh, tuxedo and head head over there. No, no, I did not bring a tux. <laughs> I overpacked for this trip already. I was trying to pack some stuff up last night, and I go, "What the hell was I thinking?" I have so many things here I didn't even wear. Well, it's hard. It's freezing in the morning. It's warm in the afternoon. So it's definitely not fitting a tux. I can promise you that. I wish I Aaron. knew it was cold. I did not bring enough clothes. Would you not check the weather? I you used to live yeah. here. You never look at the weather. Yeah, that's right. You used to live out here. You should know that. I was thinking more daytime, not morning. You know, I had that in mind. Meanwhile, mind. we're waking up at 5.30 to come do this show. So, we, yeah, it is, it's chilly out there. like I could hit the slopes. How did <laughs> the vitriol that that was said with, what, you not check the weather? <laughs> it's a good follow-up. How did everyone pack? How was everyone packed? Because I also overpacked, like, to the brim a little too much. But I'm also, I packed for a couple climates. How do, as we're about to head out, is everyone everyone good overstuffed how how we this was the best packing job i have ever done in my life traditionally i'm a check a bag girl i overpack even the checked bag for like a two or three day trip is stuffed i got everything into carry-ons and i feel so proud of myself i did the same i I, i'm i'm a stuffer i'll just put everything in there (laughs) i I don't want to carry multiple things so i have i had a Plenty of outfits and clothes. It's just I, I stuffed it all in into one little carry-on. I've tried to use those packing cubes, you know, things where you put it in like and it like oh, zips yeah. up and like compresses. Not the air compressed ones, but the ones with the zipper. I think they're a scam. None of them are making a difference for me. I feel like it just made everything poofier. I'm trying to close my suitcase. I'm like, why did I bring this many Nikes? This is dumb. Oh my God, I don't have enough room. I'm never gonna get home. And then I have one of those like garment bags for because I brought some nicer shirts this week. You know, yeah. I wanna, you know, we got some events too and things like that. And I got one of those garment bags you roll up and zip up and it put shoes in. And of course I checked that and then it goes through on the way in, it goes through security and somebody opened it, it didn't close it right. The zipper is all messed up on and i'm like this is that's a bad sign that that's not so but yes i i overpacked as much as i probably ever have because i felt like there was a million different things it was like cold in the morning it's warm in the afternoon there's a couple events to go to so i did a horrible i i was not an example of how to pack for this trip that's for sure well we made it we're here on friday there you go yeah we did it no matter what we did we we made it all right speaking of the Super Bowl, the mvp voting last i don't think any of us are surprised how this played out after the jalen hurts injury I, i thought Nick, there was a period of time late November, early December, where Jalen Hurts, I thought, had a real chance to win the award. He was yeah. the favorite. He got hurt. He missed a couple games. And, it, it, you know, at that point, you kind of realized it was going to be Mahomes. So Mahomes wins it in a runaway. 48 votes, one for Hurts, one for Josh Allen. I don't think this is surprising. I think it's, you know, if I had a vote, I would have also voted Mahomes because he had the better body of work over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is we look forward to Sunday, and this is probably more trendy, anecdotal. It doesn't mean anything for the game that we played at that stadium on Sunday. It's been a long time now since the MVP winner actually won the Super Bowl. 99 with Kurt Warner was the last time. So Ooh. if you believe in that kind of stuff, uh, uh, maybe the Eagles are the side. Makes, makes me a little concerned with that Chiefs money line ticket I've yeah. got hanging out. I Ooh, saw that. And I was have like, that too. Not to mention that Drake also put $700,000 down on the Chiefs to win. So I'm like, well, congratulations, Philadelphia. You've got yourself another Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, like, Mahomes, Mahomes is one of those guys where as his career goes on, we're going to say Patrick Mahomes could be MVP every single season lebron uh jordan those are guys i'd even at this point nicole Jokic is a name you throw out but you always hear that conversation with you know those guys in the nba and it's going to be the same thing with mahomes where hurts had absolutely had the resume but because of the fact that patrick mahomes is well patrick mahomes and joe burrow also did have a great season Mm -hmm. too was looked at as he's kind of one of the guys late in the year where i said if you're looking for value when he was 18 to 1 before he played the chiefs it's like bet him now because that is going to drop if he beats the chiefs and he did but you know mahomes ends up winning 
you just you can't miss games. It's really yeah. It, it really wasn't even Hertz's fault. It's just that you can't miss games because you're going to fall behind in the race and you're going to lose votes just because of that. And Mahomes won the award in a landslide. 490 compared to Hertz with 193. But there were a lot of others on the list that got me thinking about next year. I mean, Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, Bosa, Nick Bosa got some votes, Trevor Lawrence, Micah Parsons. It, a lot of other guys on that list also got like one vote. Um, so it, it got me thinking about next year. Maybe there could be some value on Burrow. Well, the other thing, and, and it, it played into Paul and Joe hitting the Garrett Wilson. Did you guys notice the voting on that one for the Rookie of the Year? The Garrett Wilson did not have the most first place votes. It's interesting because they put the new system in place now where you could vote for five or I think it's three for some of the awards, five for some of them. Um, but Paul, how about that? The, the guy that you had and won, he was not the guy who had the most first place votes. So I would imagine if the voting was like it used to be where you just pick one, you wouldn't have won. That's a very interesting point. So I am in favor of the new rules. I think it's a great decision. <laughs> and let's do this moving forward. But it, I'm wondering, like, so what can we, is there anything moving forward like, is that the only one that really impacted? Like, I'm just wondering as we move forward and look at these awards next year, you know, what the major takeaway is. Because obviously Kenneth Walker popped a little more maybe. And Garrett Wilson had, you know, me, uh, the four of us thrown to him down the stretch, which is kind of a bummer. What's the, what's the main takeaway moving forward and how you might handicap some of these awards next year with this system in place? Well, it's a good question. Yeah, I mean, we'd probably have to dive into all of them to see if, like, how many were impacted by this thing. But it, it certainly, I think, it's going to play a role. We see it in every sport now, right? Like, you know, every sport has what the NFL now has in place, where you could vote for multiple people, and it's a it's a tiered system: five, four, three, two, one. I mean, I would say maybe once a year, this probably will really impact the, whatever award it is. The fact that you have the you know a different place votes, like you said, the NBA has done that for a while. What it also does is it gives the people that are voting like they. It's a way to kind of recognize who came close but isn't quite there, but it gives you at least the idea where you go, okay, Joe Burrow didn't get a bunch of first-place votes, but you see him down there second, third, fourth, yep. fifth. Right. So when are those votes that are second, third, fourth turning into first-place votes? Is it next year? Is it two years from now? It's kind of that next guy up mentality, not to the extreme that the NBA really has with NBA MVP, but it's the same kind of process where you look down the road and go, if Jalen Hurts plays the way that he did, this season, next year, but stays healthy, he's probably winning MVP exactly. because he's the one that came in second year. You just kind of look at some of those awards and you get an idea of where voters' heads are looking down, you know, down into the future too. And then also you factor in value and potentially missing games where a Burrow or a Trevor Lawrence could now step into the picture right. next season, for example, and you might get even better value on those guys. Well, just to look at Coach of the Year, because that was a really interesting one. We talked a lot about this uh, season. Yeah. Dable wins. So Dable won it. By the way, he's the first coach to win the award with less than 10 wins since Jimmy Johnson in 1991. Usually you have to have 10, 11, 12 yep. wins. So, you know, they, he had a, obviously a good season because the Giants. Shows you what the expectations yes. were for the Giants, yes. right? <laughs> he exceeded that by a lot. So Dable had 123 total points, I guess you could say, or vote, you know, yeah, point system. I, I do think the, the voting helped him, right? Because he had 16 first place votes. Shanahan had 12, but Dable cleaned up when it came to second place votes. He, he had a lot of those. So... Yeah, I, I mean, Nick, I, I think this makes a difference. Um, I would have voted Shanahan because he had three quarterbacks. and But he also had a lot of talent. He did, but I'm three quarterbacks. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, that that's tough, and it and it reflects with the voting. You know, 16 to 12. I mean, but yeah, I I thought Shanahan would win it because they had a better season record wise. Right. Um, but yeah, with Daniel Jones and the expectations for the Giants, it does seem like Dayball did more with less. I, the, the talent in San Francisco, though, is a good point because if you're voting and you're looking at that, and again, a lot of this too is us getting in the minds of people that have votes, right? right. Like if you're not voting, but you know other people that are, you can talk to them and kind of figure out where their mindsets are. Just kind of a, a kind of a guessing game. The 49ers, you can argue, have underachieved over the last three or so, three maybe four years. Now they haven't had consistency at quarterback, which makes it even more wild the success that Kyle Shanahan's had. But that may also, I know it's it's a regular season award, and yes, they lost multiple quarterbacks this year and still had a great regular season. But there's something to be said for taking a team like the Giants that were expected to just be terrible. I mean, we thought they were – we watched Worst Daniel Jones looks like a legit starting quarterback now. Yeah. So all those factored in. I like that Dable won. One, because I, I think he deserved it. He was the guy that deserved it, given what the Giants looked like this season. But it's also good to recognize the coaches that, okay, like your team's not going to win a Super Bowl this year. You're not a Super Bowl contender. But isn't coaching also about just making the team better? And that's exactly what Dable did in his first and year. And you could make the argument that Christian McCaffrey certainly made the Niners better after that trade, too. Yeah. So that could take away from Shanahan as well it if could. you're a voter. Yeah, and the Giants have been so bad. I think the, the, the storyline, right? Like the, the Giants have been bad for a decade. And this guy comes in, and all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. they're, they're a pretty good football team. The other thing I thought was interesting, Nick, you brought up the, um, the comeback players really just, they should call it the most approved, right? Or the NBA's yeah. changed that. Have we moved now to where the offensive player of the year in the NFL, and I think this is, we'll pay attention when we, when we bet next season, is the offensive player of the year just the best non-quarterback offensive player? Well, Because no, we have four straight years now. It was Jefferson last night, yeah. Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, Michael Thomas, five out of six if you go back to Todd Gurley. Mahomes actually did both in 2018, but five of the last six non-quarterbacks. I kind of wish the NBA had this, like, scorer of the year or something right. so you can recognize T-Mac would have won that a lot yeah, back in the day yeah you can recognize you can recognize guys that are having really great years but maybe they're not they don't win mvp look only one person wins mvp and you know what it is in the nfl it's usually a quarterback right. so there's plenty of other players at other positions that put up big numbers that you recognize with you know cooper cup winning it as offensive player of the year like you said or in a rare moment a running back actually getting recognized for a great season because we don't have enough of that anymore so it's it does kind of feel like a it's not necessarily a consolation prize, but maybe it kind of is a consolation prize just a little bit. What do you think, Aaron? You think it's just like we I feel like we should almost just eliminate quarterbacks from the discussion. They four years in a row, they're not winning. And last night, the it wasn't close. Like Mahomes is the MVP. So everyone realizes he's the best player, yet he didn't come close in offensive player of the year. It, it just feels like the voters want to do something different with that award. Yeah, I like it too because it also gives us more to talk about sure. throughout the season <laughs> and another bet that we can play. So yeah, I, I like it a lot and I think the NBA should do it as well. It's a great idea. The last thing that hit me last night, guys, was just the, the lack of Eagles. Well, think about that. Here they are oh, in the Super Bowl. Here we go. Well, I mean, here we go. Oh man, we're in the Super Bowl. Let me get out my violin. I, I my team it, hasn't been recognized. I enough. find it interesting. I find it interesting that a team is fourteen and three, sixteen and three, and you include the playoffs in the Super Bowl, the favorite in the Super Bowl, yet they didn't win any award. And, and Howie Roseman won Executive of the Year, so there was that. But like the last night's awards, right? Nick Sirianni finished what fifth or sixth in Coach of the Year, which is remarkable because he had fourteen wins. Jalen Hurts finished the second MVP third and offensive player of the year. Hassan Reddick, who has almost 20 sacks this season, wasn't even top three in defensive play. We, and we knew this before last night. It's not a surprise. But 
I just think it's it's kind of interesting how it's a popularity yeah. contest. Well, yeah, almost. it's just I, I don't know what it speaks. Maybe it speaks to the roster depth, Aaron, like that they don't have just one guy that they're just that good all across the board. I would think most teams that are in the Super Bowl have somebody. It's a great recognized. point. I I you know taking your bias out of a little I'm just bit. Kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a great point. If a team is a favorite in a Super Bowl, how are these players not winning awards? That doesn't make sense. They have like a hundred Pro Bowlers. They're fine. Yeah, they well, got that, enough recognition. I think that what you just Commander said is probably fan uh, over here. Yeah, who didn't have 100 Pro Bowlers? None. Or award winners. Nope, my team's terrible, and I'm jealous of Philadelphia. I will fully admit that, 100%. Yeah, listen, we got a lot to talk about this morning. We're going to dive into our favorite bets that we've made so far. we got a lot to discuss as we get set for Super Bowl 57. I know we've made a lot already. I mean, we're talking about this game for two weeks. On the other side, we'll start going through the favorite bets we've already made for this game. We'll talk through props, every angle for Super Bowl 57, the updated injury report as uh, the Chiefs and Eagles put out their injury report yesterday. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashley with you. It is BetQL Daily Live for BetMGM Sportsbook in Glendale, Arizona, right outside of State Farm Stadium, right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to the BetQL Network live all this week leading up to the big game from BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. Just a touchdown throw from the site of the big game. Presented by BetMGM.